0: So welcome to part two of Creating the Canvas of Your Life, a conversation with two emerging artists, Erica Campitelli and Chelsea McDonald. We had a great conversation last time about their art and how their art has emerged throughout their lives and what uh, joy that that passion brings them, how they find time for art in their busy working lives and how they envision art as a part of their future so I hope that uh, you had a chance to take in that it was a great conversation part two we're going to continue this conversation and my first question um, I can uh, can't help but ask about how the pandemic has been an opportunity uh, and a challenge of course but how has it been an opportunity for both of you to evolve your work and lives and did art help you during the pandemic so let's start with you Erica
1: so I will say I got a whole heck of a lot busier during the pandemic in that I was offered many job opportunities. And so art might have been on the top of my list prior to the pandemic. And now it's slowly getting further down because uh, my other jobs are are needed <laughs> and required for my existence and that I need money. Uh but also in that I'm excited about these new challenges that I've been facing and these new opportunities. So as an educational assistant and admit assistant, it's just I love learning new skills and like getting more information. So it's just I feel like I'm learning more about tech. I'm learning which also can be incorporated incorporated into art. Uh, and that is for my further progression down the line. <laughs> uh, but yeah, lot, lots of challenges in that for art. How art is being seen now uh, due to restrictions is different in how it used to be seen. I know the restrictions are like easing up, but less people are going out in public or were going out in public. So less shows were put on, shows were closed, Uh the restrictions with cafes, restaurants, where all my art is typically seen, uh, kind of stopped the the flow <laughs> in that uh, there was just blockers. Just I was being blocked from showcasing, basically. And it's just like, the, you want to showcase your art. You want an audience for your work. You want to move people and inspire others and share your joy and share your passion uh, because it can only ever like have a reaction and so it's just that has been not as busy and not as um successful but slowly we're getting back to normal and it's nice it's nice that things are open and my art is being seen and just that things are just I want normal right
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and I think this pandemic has been the hardest on on artistic folks on musicians artists you know performers it's been the hardest on so um, again I but I think there are some success stories in this and I think Chelsea you might have some stuff to add about the pandemic and your art
2: yeah um, I have had a very different experience I have not been so essential the last year and a half and I've been on and off work so I've spent an enormous amount of time with art and um, I'm very excited about that and um, I Admittedly, was stuck in a, a plateau, if you will, and um, I wasn't. I wasn't making a lot of art that I that I enjoyed and that I was happy with the outcome for a long time. And uh, I made the decision to invest in myself of all times to um, upgrade my paints and just really dive into it and really go into it with no in, no excuses, no interruptions, and um, I skyrocketed skyrocketed off of a plateau that i consider myself to be in and it was uh, i'm so happy that i stuck with it because like i said i wasn't i wasn't doing a lot of art that i was necessarily satisfied with at the end of the day and um i i ended up learning from it anyway and um
0: it was it was time that i i really valued so that's that's great. It's good to hear both sides, how it depends on your career path, um, how the pandemic impacted you one way or another. And I'm so glad that you, it did open up opportunity for you, Chelsea. And tell us about those paintings in the background uh, that are showing up behind you.
2: Um, what would you like to know? I, um, this piece here is, if you recognize it from being in Alberta, is uh, supposed to be based off of Bow Lake. I have a dear friend, Ash Platt. Um, she has an Instagram, um, Ash Platt photography. Okay. And, um, she took a beautiful photograph with these fire weeds and the beautiful reflection. And so I asked her, I, I really want to paint this. Can I please paint your photograph? And so she allowed me to do that. And, um, I was going to originally use it as an inspiration piece, but it, she, it really inspired me and, um, it, yeah, so that's how that that was a pandemic piece right here. Whereas um, it might actually be a good example because this piece over here is from 2019. And though I'm not going to start picking it apart, it um I feel like there was a lot of progression over this pandemic, yes. just a few pieces for sure.
0: Yes, 100%. I, I can see the progression in you. And we commissioned you to do a piece for our living room that's beautiful. It's our favorite mm-hmm. view from the Banff Springs Hotel where we hosted a big conference. Uh, and it is just stunning. And, and then when you painted the Devil's Cauldron a few months later, I can tell the growth in that, right? You are on a trajectory. You are on this tra- trajectory with your art. You're not plateauing right now. But I can <laughs> see the change from 2019. So fabulous. Um, So this is just so great. And the photographer that you mentioned, I'm going to make sure to mention the links in the show notes and the blog and stuff like that, because I think we all need to be inspired by photography, don't we?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Beautiful. So Eric, or actually, I'm going to ask first about your work-life wellness. I'm going to ask both of you about work-life wellness. I'll start with you, Chelsea, about what does work-life wellness look like for you personally? How do you stay well in in your work and life and and balanced? I feel like the the
2: ideal situation is that when I get up from my desk and I go home, or if I go home for the weekend, that work doesn't come home with me. Uh, The same as an an employer would expect your personal life not to come into the workplace. Um, I think it's really important to, to respect that time that is for myself and to, to not spend too much time um, really into the workplace beyond the parameters that uh, are expected of you, I guess. I don't know
0: if I worded <laughs> that the best way. No, and, and then how do you, um, you know, get you, you say you love the outdoors. Tell us a little bit about how you, you balance the time working, painting, and, and outdoors. What are you doing outdoors? Well, in the winter, well, yesterday
2: was the first day of the ski season. And uh, in the winters, I am on the hill any day that's warmer than minus 20 (laughs) i'll say Uh, so i'll be going tomorrow um and in the the summer i really enjoy camping and hiking and uh, even just you know spending time with the dog outside and it's i live in banff alberta it's hard not to be inspired when you're doing those activities and then coming home you know when you decide to have some me time indoors and then
0: that comes to life Wonderful that you've painted such a beautiful picture of ben. Um, For those of you who have not been there, it's definitely a must place to visit. So Erica, let's just hear about your work-life wellness. And in particular, what has been the greatest challenge and how you've worked to overcome that challenge for yourself, Erica?
1: Okay, I would say I'm still working on it <laughs> in that it's not fully achieved. Uh, so I do say yes to a lot of things. And I do try and make everything work. Uh, and so that can be to my detriment and my downfall in that I need to learn how to set better boundaries in, in that, like when I'm at work, I will work during my lunch hour sometimes. And that is my choice. Or when I come home and I've had to explain this to people that it's my choice (laughs) in that, like, I'm also like addicted to working, (laughs) uh, in that. I I can't, it's hard to stop. And so that is something on my to-do list. And my goal is to learn how to say no. So wellness, I would say is to not say every, not say yes to everything. And to then also, yeah, and to have boundaries, to set them first (laughs) and then stick by them. Uh, And just to continue doing what I love. So wellness, I attribute to sometimes happiness and joy and. Appreciation and finding that joy. So, what will bring me joy with my work life? And then also just with work, being seen, respected, heard uh, as an artist, uh, and having that as a title that I stand behind, stand beside, stand in front. Like I, I, I embody being an artist, so I want to be respected, seen, and just evaluated as one just as how I want my other labels and titles that I have to be seen heard respected and valued Uh, and so it's hard to find that balance so that's the challenge right to um make it all work for you (laughs) and so I would say it's always it's always a goal to and also to come back to and be like is am I at that level of wellness do I want better for myself? Let's try and evaluate my priorities and get some me time and some walking outdoors get some sunlight on the skin yes yeah and you self-identified you know you have a work addiction right and a lot of us have that
0: and have a propensity towards it and sometimes it takes getting sick or going through a curveball in your life uh, where it forces you to step back and say oh my goodness right I'm sick right now I've had this cold all week and it's it's slowed me down a bit but my job's really busy so I've had to work through the week and not really take a sick day um, but yeah my body's sick saying, oh, Laura, (laughs) you needed that 12 hours last night if you were going to function today. Um, But I think you have some really good insights, uh, Erica, into this. And I think it's a matter of keeping it top of mind because it's easy to slip Back into that because you are great at your job. I know you from Canada, career counseling. You're great at what you do in the admin assisting as an educational assistant. I can imagine only imagine how good you are with children. I love my job so much. <laughs> and then the art, we helps. can't see your art because it's you're in your sister's
1: bedroom. I mean, this is my sister's art. <laughs> yeah.
0: But your art is magnificent and it's very abstract. It's different from Chelsea's. And I like that we're looking at two different types of art right? Two different types of art. And we're going to share your um, links and your Instagram. And uh, there's several places to see Erica's art uh, online. So we're looking really forward to that. Now, about getting your art out there, I think, uh, Chelsea, you're just a little bit um, behind in terms of having got your art out there more for sale. And is that something that you want to be going for in a next step or not? Absolutely. It's something that's, it's always
2: been like a back burner goal that I haven't really had a specific timeline and plan for. And, um, I am currently trying to build, um, a set of six to 10 paintings that I really want to showcase and then, um, either bring that to a gallery or a cafe. That's my goal right now. Um, I'm sitting on about three, <laughs> And, um, but that's been a goal for a long time. So maybe I need to start smaller and maybe that should be my new goal is yes. um, I typically only sell to my friends and people I've met or people I've met yourself. <laughs> and, um, and I, I love that, um, but it would really be nice to try to put myself on, on a platform that would enable me to sell okay. to the strangers that enjoy my art. And uh, that, that would be so nice. And that would be, really wonderful to be able to to share even just to share my art with people that I um I don't have on my Facebook friends.
0: <laughs> yes, what do you have to say to that Erica? Do you have any advice on that? How she can do that?
1: Just dedicating more time to that and just okay, so I started my Instagram page for art when I had an upcoming art exhibit at the school that I was attending, so UFT Scarborough. And I was just like, you know what? I should have my like branding, my publicity. I should be like able to be accessed online. So how did I do that? I created a webpage. Have I, have I changed that? Yes, of course. So that was just early days. And uh, looking back now, that was um, because I refused to get help. And that's also something that <laughs> I would say for wellness purposes, ask for help, (laughs) but because I never sought out someone to create a website for me, I'm like, I need to do this for myself. This needs to be coming out of me and showcase me as a person, as an artist. And so having that website, having Instagram, just seeking out art dealers, seeking out people, or they might gravitate to you. They might find you. So the second you put yourself out there and are constantly posting and yeah, either posting to your friends or your friends using word of mouth or mm-hmm. putting your business card up in cafes on their boards, putting your business card everywhere, just spending a day just asking people, can I leave this here? Uh, and just really advocating yourself, advocating for yourself as an artist. So this is who I am. This is what I want to showcase. This as your you have your goals of three paintings as opposed to eight so like trying to find something that works for you in your current moment uh yeah because you can start small it doesn't have yeah. to be like a it can be a massive showcase later like yeah yeah I think too often we say once once I have ten,
0: right or once I have the book finished versus like let's start sharing what we're doing in, in smaller steps right and then that's what gets us towards the goal and I think that we can both help you with that Chelsea For sure. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, because in the Banff Springs Hotel, there's these fancy galleries and oh my gosh, but I tell you, like this devil's cauldron is better than any that I've seen in the fancy galleries. Oh so, you know, I mean, sometimes there's big names, you you want the big name artist, but I mean, I tell you, I, I think that you are up and coming and we need your art out there. In Banff, a tourist Mecca where people would be all over this painting at the golf course, right? Having golfed that hole when you walk over that ridge and see that devil's cauldron, there's nothing. Nothing like it. It's just heavenly. Um, so there you go. Um, so thank you, Erica, for um, your words of, of inspiration about getting through the, this hurdle and these challenges in your own life. I think you can help each other. I think it, Chelsea can help Erica with that work-life wellness or balance. I don't like the term balance, but I'm using it here. It's like, how do you balance work with life um, and not let that work addiction get, get to you? Because that's what Erica struggles with. And I think likewise, Erica can help Chelsea with getting her art out there, having the confidence to approach galleries, et cetera. And how Erica did that, she can share with you. <laughs> I think this this is what we call cross-mentorship. Right. Cross mentorship. And we all need cross mentors in our lives. So hopefully that actually happens because I think For that sure. would be great. Now, <laughs> we also need to learn from books, podcasts, etc. However, we learn best. I'm just going to ask this question to you, Erica, in terms of a book or a podcast that you'd recommend um, to people to be inspired in some way.
1: Well, yours, but... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start on the podcast, the podcast first yours uh, in that that's been on my to-do list and I need to carve out time for that and listen to yours, especially because I'm on it right now. Uh, (laughs) As, (laughs) as for a book, I have on my nightstand at all times, a book by Mark Nepo. So the book of awakening, so you can select a day of the year and just get a page or two of of wisdom and just, it might soothe you. It might offer what you need. It's self-help. Like it's just nice to have on hand. Uh, and also because it's light reading and that not loss is expected of you <laughs> and you don't have to read the whole book <laughs> in one, in one sitting It's literally, you pick it up as you see fit. Uh, but yeah, your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thank you. That means
0: a lot to me. And I do it to inspire. And I like that I can have a variety of topics. Not all episodes will be for you, but I think some will. Um, Like like the sleep one we talked about. I think that's a good one for most people, um, to be honest with you. But there's so many that I'm really happy that I've brought to the world in the last year. And I plan to continue doing it because this is a passion. And when you said it's a form of art, Erica, that really resonated with because it is a creative it outlet is. for me, coming up with a title, coming up with a guest, coming up with the questions—it's all part of a form of art. Um, so, what would each of you do if you didn't need to sleep and you could use the time for whatever else you wanted? I ask every single guest this question. I'm going to ask Chelsea first, and then Erica.
2: I would eat, snowboard, eat again, and then I would paint, and then I would repeat all those steps. But eating is definitely in there twice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is awesome. What about you, Erica? So I would spend more time with my friends and family, specifically my grandmother and mm-hmm. my little cousins, because I I love kids and they're inspiring to me. Uh, but yeah, and move my body more. So I used to be a yogi and I'm, I'm certified, but I never taught. And I just, I crave movement. <laughs> And so I've been sitting a lot lady, lately and it's just my body is feeling it. And so I've been having to go for some walks and some me time at night just to get it in, trying to fit everything in. <laughs> Good.
0: Great. Yeah, I love yoga, too. I'm with you there. So if you could have one wish for a better world when it comes to work and life, what would it be for each of you? Let's go with you, Chelsea.
2: Well, I, uh, I think I could work week would be wonderful. If that was ever an option, to absolutely go for that because it would give you
0: more time for the things that you love and for the people you love. A condensed work week. So, how many days would be in a condensed work week? Well,
2: uh, even like your typical four days, three days off, working a ten-hour day. I think that would be that would be super awesome if um, if more companies and uh, places offered that, uh, just so you had. More of your week to spend doing what you, what you want instead of parts of a day.
0: Yeah, and I think this whole pandemic has made a, a widespread move towards more flexibility, and that's what people want. They've experienced flexibility, and now we can't take it away easily anyways, um, and that's what I'm doing at my work is really encouraging that. So I would encourage you, Chelsea, to work towards that goal, right? And if you're able to do what you produce in four days versus five, you know, if you have an open-minded employer at some point in your career, that could work, right? Um, yep. so I always say, uh, one of my, my friend, uh, Conroy Cantor, who's also my film producer, she says a quote that I love and it's, if you don't ask the answer's no. And so I always ask for, you know, whatever, and it's funny. Sometimes the answer is yes. And you wouldn't expect it because you never asked it. You assumed the answer was no. So keep that quote in mind. And I'll ask you this question as well, Erica, what's your one wish? Oh, just one. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Ooh, no, uh, that's, yeah, that's, this is why I'm not answering immediately <laughs> and then I am trying to find the number one. So yeah, just balance, finding balance and wellness and what that looks like for me. So whether that's like having the ability to work from home, which I can with CCC and, uh, and, <laughs> so i only went to the office sometimes uh and yeah just flexible employment would a part of wellness that would be great (laughs) i'm trying to keep keep it really quick and breathe
0: no 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 you're doing awesome and so much great stuff has been shared uh today um i hope that you both found it useful um useful discussion and you've inspired many, many people, including myself, including myself. So thank you so much for that. I think artistic spirits are so important and we we have to be careful not to snuff that in kids and young adults. If they have that creative bent, there are careers for creative types all over the place. Um, but we just, we tend to think in boxes. We tend to think of the starving artist, right? Um, that, you know, but there's art and creativity is in everything just about. And, and there are jobs in as career coaches. Uh there are great opportunities to figure that out. So yeah, that's my other thought of the day. So thank you both. Um, do you have any final words to conclude, Chelsea? Yeah, I was gonna
2: ask you any updates on your book at all? Like I know you said recently you haven't had much time for it, but any little
0: <laughs> Yeah, so we're working with a school. Green writer, and I'm actually going um, for a weekend to uh, Hollywood to have some conversations and meetings and things with my film producer. So I'm really excited. Um, about that. it's It's been slower because of the pandemic, um, but the content is, is in demand, the content about um, violence and possession against women, the content of a psychological thriller that's fast moving when people are very hungry for content on Netflix and Amazon and in a series. So it'll be an eight part series, knock on wood. That's the goal. That's awesome. That's so exciting.
1: Yeah. Any final words from you, Erica? So I would say to not let rejection keep you down the amount of times I was rejected from galleries lost count. So it's <laughs> in that your art can be showcased anywhere, you make it possible. You find a way you will. And it's just, and it's just like redirecting the focus away from rejecting rejection, <laughs> being rejected and more towards, okay, I'm an artist. I, I, I can be accepted elsewhere. Where can that somewhere be? Mm -hmm. And just, and not tying yourself to the label of starving artist because it will (laughs) tie you down like that label. And that's like, that came from my dad's fear. Like, it's just like, that was pushed on me. I accepted it. I believed. And then I took on that doubt. And then that did limit me from seeking art out as like an 18-year-old when I decided, oh, art school isn't for me. My dad didn't even want me to go here in the first place. (laughs) uh, And it's just finding art in a place that is coming from acceptance as opposed to rejection. And I feel like so many kids, so many students drop out of school, especially art school, because they feel they don't have it. So it's just like finding your it and not letting this, a big institution, knock you down Mm -hmm. like that because art and school is supposed to be there to teach you things and to grow and learn. It's not supposed to suck you dry and ruin you and kill your self-esteem. It's supposed to assist in learning, assist in getting you to your full potential. And so that's how I see it anyways. (laughs)
0: Wonderful. Really well put. Thank you both uh, for your wonderful insights. And I look forward to sharing uh, this episode and blog articles associated with each of these talented, emerging and established artists. So thank you. Namaste. Uh, Take care, everyone. And until next time. Thank you so much for joining us today on Where Work Meets Life. I'm passionate about sharing insights from experts around the world on topics at the intersection of where work meets life. If you found this podcast useful, please share with others who may benefit and engage with us on social media. For more articles, information, and tips, sign up for my monthly newsletter at my website, DrLaura.live. This podcast summary contains links to the psychology practice I founded. Work Evolution, Canada Career Counseling, and Synthesis Psychology, as well as my current employer, Humans, a nationwide organizational psychology firm focusing on culture and performance. Stay well.